hearing that phrase as we were singing about the glory and goodness of God. In the first Corinthians 15, it says, Thanks be to God who has given us the victory. And the idea there is the victory over the spirit of death. The victory over the spirit of death. We were just with Lou Eagle today. We're praying into Isaiah 25 for communion Colorado. It says, on this mountain, I will remove the veil of the nations. On this mountain, I will swallow up death forever. God, we come before you tonight. And we thank you that on the cross, you purchased for us the victory that we overcome by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of the sacred, spotless Passover lamb that was offered for our sin. We overcome by his blood. We are redeemed by his blood. We are forgiven by his blood. We are empowered by his blood. And you've given us the victory. And you've seated us with you in heavenly places. Lord, we cry out right now over our state. Swallow up death. Swallow up the spirit of death. Swallow it up, God. Would you give us a foretaste of the age to come? Would you give us a down payment of the millennial kingdom, a down payment of the new heavens and new earth? Lord, over our state, we say reign. Over our state, we say rule. We say on these mountains, the veil that is over Colorado will be ripped in two. On this mountain, you will swallow up the spirit of death that is in our land. Right now, God, we profess, we proclaim, we declare, we prophesy victory. We prophesy victory. We prophesy victory. We prophesy victory over death. We prophesy victory over perversion. We prophesy victory over every dark place in this state. We say, let the light of Christ shine. Let the light of Christ break through the darkness. Let it break through the darkness. Let it break through the darkness. Let it break through the darkness. Just say that. Let the light of Christ break through the darkness. Let the light of Christ break through the darkness. Let the light of Christ break through the darkness. Let the light of Christ break through the darkness. You who said, let light shine out of darkness. Would you shine in the hearts of your people? Would you shine through and out of the jars of clay that we are? Let light shine out of darkness. Revealing the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of his beautiful son, Jesus Christ.
good vertical. This, this is a phrase that uh, the Dutch sheets used uh, when he was when he was caravading here. He's like, we're staying vertical, so I want to keep it vertical. So Lord, I just thank you, thank you for what you're doing. But I think as it says in the presence of the Lord, there is a fullness of joy. And Lord, as we behold you, Lord, we become like you. We, we get changed and our character actually becomes more and more like your character. But I pray that even tonight, Lord, as we, we've just been in this time of worship and just exalting you, Lord, I thank you for the fullness of joy. There's a, just a few scriptures I just want to kind of read, pray into, and then pass it around you. But um, Matthew 16, I just felt we're talking about victory, and it says here, it says that there is peace to the kingdom of heaven. And it comes out of a place of, of Simon answering Jesus. He says, do you know who I am? He says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Thank you. He goes on to say in this, he goes, on this rock I will build my church. The gates of Hades will not prevail, will not overcome it. It says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on this earth, it will be bound in the heavens. And whatever you loose on this earth, it will be loosed in the heavens. Yes, Lord, I thank you for this authority. In Luke 10, I just saw this. Uh, this is after the 72 come back, and they come back filled with joy. And Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions, and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. That nothing will harm you. And then just a reminder, but, however, this is not what you're going to necessarily rejoice in, this, that you have power over the spirits, but the, the rejoicing comes that your names are written in heaven. Lord, I thank you for the authority that we have. But Lord, in and of that, if we just walk in authority over demons, what Jesus is saying is that's, that's not enough. It's not where our joy is. Our joy is in the fact that we're, we're in the Lamb's Book of Life. And when others come into the Lamb's Book of Life. So Lord, I just, I ask right now for just, I felt like just there's there's this darkness over the earth. There's a thick darkness over the people. But Lord, we say let the glory of the Lord rise. We say let there be light where there is darkness. We say remove the veils that are over people's eyes. And these times, Lord, open the eyes of our hearts. That song that we were singing earlier. Lord, even in your church, Lord, I thank you that there's an awakening in this season to step into a fullness of what we're called to. When we understand who Christ is in us, what he's given us, the authority that we have, but then the direction and the things that we're to move into. Jesus says in John 4, he says, the food I have is to do the will of my Lord, I thank you that we are, we are getting an understanding of your heart. That we would know your heart. Yes. That the meditations of our heart would be your heart. Lord, that we would come into full alignment in this season. We pray for that awakening of the church to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And Lord, I thank you that where, where this is, Lord, there's a fullness of joy. There's no anxiety. There's no more weights. There's no more fears. There's no more heaviness. Uh, Lord, I thank you. You remove that, that burden and heaviness that we have when we come to you. When we step into that, that that place of presence with you, 
There's joy. There's a peacefulness. There's lungs. There's this, this, the fruit of the Spirit begins to get displayed in, in our lives. So, Father, I thank you for an awakening all of us. There's two other scriptures I just found. That in, in Ephesians 2, it says this. It says, and God has raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. We are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Lord, I thank you that you're revealing to us the position that we actually have. Just as John was called up and he says he was caught up in the spirit. Lord, I thank you that you've actually seated us in these heavenly realms. You've set us in this place. And I saw this in the connection. I haven't seen this before. Just in Philippians 2, it says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, this seated with him in heavenly places and this united with Christ, we're actually united into a oneness with him. That where he is, we are. We get to actually come into that heavenly realm. We get to operate from the heavenly courts. We get to rule from that place, as it talks about in Zechariah 3. That we would rule from the heavenly courts as we walk according to your ways. Yes. As we walk in your ways. Yes. So Lord, I thank you for a church that is rising up in this season. Lord, we're crying out for revival, but I thank you, Lord, it's like revival's already in us. It's just time to step out. It's just time to step into the fullness of what you've already given us. You've already given us, it says, all that we need for life and for godliness. You've given us the divine power that we need for life and godliness. We don't need to cry out for revival. We are the revival. <laughs> it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So Lord, I thank you. I just feel in this time that we're in, Lord, you are awakening your church to actually see what you've already given us. <laughs> the very keys that you've already given us. The authority that you've already given us. That we begin to step into the fullness of what we have. But Lord, I thank you also for the awakening to, to come into that place of knowing your heart. Knowing your will. Knowing your ways. And it comes in this complete humility. And in that place of humility, of humility you say, in that place you lift us up. You set us on a rock. There's a strength that comes by your spirit. So, Lord, I thank you for this time that we're moving into. Lord, we say, awaken your labors. Awaken your labors. <laughs> we're here. Let us be those that we say, here we are, send us. Lord, we ask you for prodigals to come home. Lord, we pray that there would be opportunities. No, I don't pray for that. There are opportunities. <laughs> I just pray that we would see the opportunities. Just where Jesus even says in John 4, he goes, lift up your eyes. Look about you. There's a harvest. The harvest is ripe. It's white. It's ready for harvest. Just in that Psalm 24 where it says, lift up your heads, O you gates, that the King of glory may come in. Which means that the King of glory is ready to come in. We just have to lift up our heads. Lift up your heads, O you gates, that the King of glory may come in. Lord, I thank you for what you've called us to. And I just thank you for the awakening. Lord, I thank you for, for October 8th. Lord, as we as we behold you in this time, as we have 8,000 people gathering together, as we have people all across this nation, and now we're finding all across this world, uh, Lord, that are, that are engaging this. <laughs> we saw the map of, of 
where people are coming from. They're coming from all over the nation. They're coming here. Uh, 40, what? Right now, 48 states. Yeah, people from 48 states are coming in October. But we have people even coming in from, from around the nations uh, that are coming to this to gather in Colorado to take communion. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so, Lord, and, and it's not just about the bread and the, and the, and the, and the little juice. It's about you, Jesus, that we're beholding you. We're realizing the importance of what we're stepping into, that when we actually, when we partake in you, that we take the body, we take the blood, it isn't just a cracker, it isn't just a little juice. We're actually taking something that goes way beyond that. We're stepping into a place of faith and saying, yes to you, Jesus, the very Son of God who gave his life, Lord, that we would take hold of the very thing that, that was spilled on the cross. It was given on the cross that this is the blood of Jesus that is the most powerful thing on this earth. That when we step into that, we step into a new place of authority. That we actually step into the place that Jesus, where Jesus walked on this earth. That we would walk with even greater authority. Because Christ is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, giving us the Holy Spirit. That we would walk in such authority that we would do greater things than, than Jesus did on this earth. So Lord, I thank you for this authority that you've given us. You've given us all authority. So Lord, awaken us in this time. Lord, I pray that we would lift up our heads in this season, in this time, in Jesus' name. It's going to pass around. You guys, if you just, just nod at me, look at me, wave, give me the miracle, here we go. I just want you, we're going to pray in this and things tonight. This is the engine I feel like it is going to begin to move things across Colorado. There's a, even what Chuck said, 120 mile radius of just of impact. As we begin to declare and speak things, there's an influence and an impact that, that doesn't, it's not just from what we see here, but it's happening in the heavens. There's an authority that we have to operate from. So let's press into this. you and thank you Lord for your hand on us and your <clears throat> wisdom and revelation Lord we just pray for more yes. wisdom and revelation yes. to what you're doing yes. that open our eyes that we'd be able to see just pour out your, your wisdom yes. your revelation yes. Lord, give us words of wisdom and words of knowledge yes. give us understanding of, of the plans and purposes that you have for our, us and our being, for housing the Holy Spirit, that we are the, the house of the Holy Spirit, that we need to shine our light everywhere we go. Just give us wisdom and revelation how to do that in a fashion which is which is holy and, and pleasing to you, Lord Jesus. Father, but in that place of leadership at the top of Colorado, 
that you would impact him even counting him in such a way that he yes. would never be the same. Yes. Just read that First uh, Timothy 2. Yeah. We, as we were just preparing and going, Lord, what are we going to be pressing into on October 8th? Um, and we're just kind of setting, preliminarily setting the agenda with Lou today. Uh, one of the things that just hit us is this, that we would pray for our leaders. And in First uh, Timothy 2, it just it, it speaks to this. Just, yeah, just repay that. Therefore, I exhort first of all, I mean, this is of first importance, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and the giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, that we may live quiet, peaceful lives with all godliness and reverence. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, because there is only one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself for us as a ransom for all, to be testified in due time for which I was appointed as a teacher. Lord, we come before you right now. We ask for the kings that you've given in our land. We ask for the leaders that you've given in our land. Lord, we lift up a cry of have mercy on them, God. Have mercy on the ones who are opposing you. Encounter them in the night. Let them know that they are opposing the king of kings. They are opposing the general of the armies of heaven. They are opposing God, Yahweh, the holy, the uncreated. And then, Lord, we ask you to bring them in, in Jesus' name. Bring them in, in Jesus' name. Encounter them, in Jesus' name. Mercy. Just cry out. Lord, have mercy. Just ask the Lord for mercy. Mercy over our leaders. Mercy over our land. Mercy for those who don't know you. And mercy on those who do. That they would live lives of holiness and godliness waiting on the return of the Lord making you known in every sphere Lord we ask you for 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 Heidi God who's running for governor Lord encounter her Lord lift her up Lord uphold her and Lord we ask you to set her in place in Jesus name we ask you that the word of the Lord would go forth from our capital I pray that you would remove the abominations that have gone forth from our capital. Just like you want from Jerusalem forever, the word of the Lord breaking forth in the earth. Lord, we say, do that in our capital. Give us a down payment in Colorado at our capital and let the word of the Lord go forth from Denver. Just as the word of the Lord is going to go forth from Zion to the nations. God, we say, uphold your godly ones that are in office. And Lord, we say, have mercy on those who don't know you. Yes. And if they do not return, we, or if they do not turn, we ask you for a removal. Yes. A removal so our land can be healed. Yes. God, we say, establish godliness in Colorado. Establish in Jesus' name. Yes. 
So in Jude, it says, in the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the men who divide you, who follow natural instincts and do not have the spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. But be merciful to those who doubt. Snatch others from the fire and save them. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by the corrupted flesh. So Lord, we just I do agree with everything that Marcus said, Lord, and what Christy said. We we do pray and we ask you, Lord, that we continue to stay close to you. We stay in your love, Lord. We stay with your love because you are love. And we stay there and we don't um, turn from that, Lord. We don't go to the place where the enemy attacks, but instead we stay in the way that you love. And we continue to walk in your ways, Lord. And we stay close to the Holy Spirit, Lord, who guides us and directs us, Lord, and gives us what we need in due time and due season. So I thank you, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, that we will be the representative for you, where we, we will be proved workmen in, in the midst of the things that are happening um, right now in our country, Lord, and especially in Colorado, Lord. We thank you, God, that as we stay in your faith, Lord, as we stay close to you, Lord, that we will see those who uh, are turning against you, who are making fun of you, Lord, but instead we can put our arms around them and say, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. They know not what they do. The blood is still the blood. And we can look into them and we can say, Lord, help them. <laughs> Lord, help them. And we can snatch them from the fire, Lord, because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're saying, Lord. And you know who you have called yours. You know who you have called yours, Lord. And through the power of the Holy Spirit would come in and touch their hearts in such a powerful way just by presenting you to them, Lord. So I thank you, God, in these times that we're living on in that we have the ability, Lord, to walk in your ways. We have everything that we need to live this godly life and that we would walk through that, Lord. But we would also be in so fear of you that the time is near. The time is near. We'd be so in fear of you yes. that we would not walk by anybody, that we wouldn't turn around and say, hey, Hallelujah. I just want to say hi to you. How are you doing? How's your day going? And Lord, you would put in our mouths the things that we need to say. This is the time right now, Lord, where you are opening so many doors. You're opening so many hearts, Lord. Help us to not be in judgment. Help me to not be in judgment of things that I wouldn't ever talk to anybody about because they look different or I thought... Um, I was going to be embarrassed about it or anything like that, Lord. I just thank you, God, for the time that we're living in right now, Lord. And we do pray. We do pray for this town. Your word says that when we pray for our city, we too will prosper. Yeah. So I thank you for Castle Rock. I thank yes. you for the things that you're doing. I thank Thanks. you that um, it's been declared by the highest people and highest authority, Lord, that Jesus is Lord over Castle Rock. Yes. And, 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 um, as people talk to me about the rock and they say, oh, I hear the rock helps people. Well, that they wouldn't know that, oh, in Castle Rock, Jesus is the Lord and Jesus helps people. Yes. So thank you yes. that that's what we're going to be known for, a, a place that helps people. So thank you, God, for what you're doing. And we call forth uh, godly leadership in churches and in businesses in our government, Lord, in the highest places, the governor, Lord. We pray for Polis. 
Change his heart. Change his heart, God. Change his heart. We know it is your desire. This is never what you called him to be, Lord. Whatever that wound was that he had, we just come in and we say no in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We say come in and show him the truth, Lord. That he goes, oh, it's such a weight that's been lifted off of him. And then he just walks in a different way, Lord. We know it's your heart to do something different with him. He he's such a wonderful man. He's doing so many things so that he thinks is helping people, Lord, yes. but he doesn't know the truth. Lord, help <laughs> and so, Lord, open his eyes to the truth. Lord. Open Thank his you for your doing in, in Kazarok and in Colorado. Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
Say pulling their entire friendship circles that they have established, yes. just pulling all of them gone. Uh, as she was praying for, for a Damascus Road experience for Polis, I just felt like God's going to do something like that because of the October eighth gathering. That there's going to be a uh, uh, so I just I just wanted to bear witness to that and just pray that just again real quick, Lord. Lord, on October eighth when we gathered, would you rip the heavens open? over Jared Polis, yes. over his partner, yes. over his children, yes. and over, just like she prayed, over his circle. Yes. Open the heavens. Open. Just have mercy and let the scales fall from yes. the eyes in Jesus' name. Yes. And Lord, that same thing, open the heavens for the prodigals. At, on October 8th, I ask that there would be such a, a, yes. a light going up and coming down that you would pull in the prodigals because of our prayers. Thank you. That we would have testimony just all over the state. Yes. So to that, I just felt it says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And uh, so just to this, a quick testimony. Uh, there was there was a lady here was maybe a year ago and uh, living an alternative lifestyle. And so just to see as Polis living this alternative lifestyle that goes completely against the face of God. And uh, and as as I met with this this lady, and it, and it I feel like a lot of these times like they always happen at the wrong time when we've got other things going on. And I had a, we had a staff meeting and we coming in for that. And like I don't have time for this, but we don't have time not for this. And uh, just sat with her and uh, could feel the weight, the heaviness on her. And, I, and obviously, I think anyone living an alternative lifestyle against the face of God, there's going to be a weight against them. There's going to be a heaviness against them. Uh, and there's a darkness. And, uh, and so I just began to pray over her and just and release a peace over her. And all of a sudden, she just began to weep. And her eyes began to, like, the eyes of her heart began to open. And, and I got to share the gospel with her. And long story short, she gave her life to Jesus. And right there, and things began to change in her life. And, and right after that, this is what I saw as we were talking. Like, it wasn't just her, but it was the, the friends, the family, the influence. And she brought she brought her sister here. And she said, you got to meet my sister. And, and she brought her sister in and uh, got to share Jesus with her. And she gave her life to the Lord. And then, and then just a couple days ago, I get a call from her. And she's weeping and crying. And she goes, my 20-year-old son is in the hospital. And he's about to die. He's been given three days to live. And uh, he has liver failure. And and I just, in the moment, I had so much to do. And I was like, I can't not go. The Lord just, just stirred my heart. And I thought, I'm going to go in. He's going to receive healing. And he's going to walk out of there. And uh, that was not what happened. Uh, I went in. And I prayed for him. And it got like worse as I prayed for him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I'm like, do I cast out a demon? I don't know what to do. But, but I just began to just say, uh, I won't say his name, but I just want you to cry out for Jesus. And I just got to share with him Jesus. And he gave his life to Jesus in that bed. I got an email or a text from him, from the mom two days later that he passed away on 9-11. Uh, but then I talked to her today. 
And she asked, she said, I want you to do the funeral for the entire family. And so now I get to share the gospel with the entire family and tell them about Jesus. And I just, I don't say this in any like gloating way, but I just see there are opportunities we have. And I had no idea that when I just met with that young, that lady and just prayed over her first that, that she would come to know Jesus, her sister would come to know Jesus, her son would come yes. to know Jesus, and now that the family is going to get an opportunity to know Jesus. So, Lord, we just thank you for these testimonies, that, Lord, these are the things that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So, Lord, we just declare for Polis and for those that are living in alternative lifestyles, as, as, we've, as we have been praying for the LGBT community, we've been crying out. We did it on Monday at the, at the 400 gathering. We've been crying out for the for this community that, Lord, that you're going to change these hearts. You're going to turn the hearts of these, of these people that, that if these are Damascus moments, Lord, that they're going to see the light of the glory of the knowledge of 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 God in the face of Christ and, and behold him and everything begins to change and so Lord I thank you that it is the truth as we even speak just truth into situations as we declare truth and speak your love into these situations it casts out fear and all of a sudden it says it's the truth that sets them free there's a freedom that comes when all of a sudden they begin to see truth Jesus you are truth <laughs> you say you are truth so we declare Jesus. We just say, Lord, I thank you that Jesus is being revealed to Polis. Jesus yes. is being revealed to the LGBT yes. community. Let it, let it encounter Polis that then Polis would, would say, you need to tell it to all my friends. <laughs> all my people that I know. They need to know this hope. They need to know this joy. They need to know this love. So Lord, I thank you for massive encounters that a state would be changed in Jesus' name. We just say, Lord, turn a state. For you, let it turn by those in the LGBT community. Let it be that community that they said Jesus. It becomes a Jesus movement, and Lord, we just say, may the church not turn against them and put a hand against them, but open their hands to them and love them and call them into the kingdom. Say, no, they're prodigals. They need they need the ring and the robe and the kiss and, and put the sandals on their feet that they would know the love of the Father for them. in Jesus' name. Yes, God. When we first started praying for the leaders, I just, it's like I heard the Spirit just hit me so strong. He said, I will answer your prayers. If you pray, I will do these things. I will move. And to confirm it, he gave me Isaiah 30, 18. Now, in the verses up until that, it, there's iniquity, idolatry, and, you know, they're just running from the Lord. And then in verse 18, it turns. He says, therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. Now, this is regarding the prayers for our leaders, the LGBTQ and the other prayers that we've been praying. It was just like the God, God was saying, I want to do this. I want to have compassion. I want to do what you're praying. If you pray, do you believe that I will move? He says, therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. And therefore, he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. And then verse 19. For a people shall dwell in Zion, in Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. As soon as he hears it, he answers you. God is saying that he's answering our prayers, beloved. And then the rest of that passage, it talks about what he'll do in his goodness. And how he'll move and bring blessing. 
And so, God, thank you that you are calling us to pray. You are giving us prayers at any time of day or night. May we be found obedient and faithful to hear, to receive, and to release. To catch and release your heart in prayer for our leaders, for the LGBTQ community, and whoever else is on your heart in the moment. Because you are saying you're waiting right now. You're waiting to be gracious. You're waiting to have compassion. You are exalting yourself over these circumstances and these people in order to have mercy, to turn, to turn in Jesus' name. And the second thing, just real quick, if I can double dip here, just it's just I told Mike earlier that, that this weekend, over the weekend, and just this morning, the Lord said, I am singing over Colorado a song of adoption from Romans 8. And he specifically highlighted the LGBTQ community. I almost get tongue-tied with all those. But, you know, and he was saying, what he was saying is they have bought into a false inclusivity that is actually bondage. And it it promotes and brings them into bondage about the lie and the deception. But God says, I want to bring them into the inclusivity of Jesus, my son. I want to bring them into that freedom that breaks the bondage. So, God, we just thank you for your song of adoption over Colorado, over all the orphans in Jesus' name. Those who've been orphaned, who've been hurt by the church, those in the LGBTQ community, God, those in government, those in homes, fathers and sons and children and parents, that where we have been orphaned in our hearts, you are releasing a song of adoption by the Spirit of God, bringing us into your family in Jesus' name. Yeah, Father, that's, oh, I see a mic. He's saying, as that song goes forth, those who were marked for abortion by man, God will adopt them by his spirit and they shall live. There's a scripture, I forget where it is, it's in the Psalms, it says, you shall live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. So we speak that. We release that song of adoption over those marked for abortion. We declare that you shall live and not die, and you will grow and declare the glory of the Lord. We release the song of adoption over those who are contemplating abortion. We release the spirit of adoption, God, upon this state, upon this nation and in the earth. We release the spirit of adoption that those who have been marked for abortion by man and hell, we declare that they shall live and not die and declare the glories of the Lord in Jesus' name. Yes, God. I was having a conversation with the the guy I work with today, and I was just kind of, we were talking about the current state of affairs. He had just gotten off the phone with a professor um, at the Denver Seminary who's just been terminated for standing up for righteousness. Um, So we were just talking about some, some current things going on and I was sharing with him what I felt prophetically was was coming to America and I'm not going to elaborate on that um, I think we do have a role to play in, in the time frame that the enemy can be delayed and, um, but I, I believe there is a shaking coming and I was sharing some things and he got really shook up but I was getting excited and he got really scared he's like this is really scaring me um, and he, he almost like he was going to cry 
and I was like, Tyler, this is what we were made for. Um, it's in these moments that we were created for. As the tension starts to, to get tighter and tighter all around us, that's when we're going to shine the brightest. So, Father God, I thank you right now for whatever may come, God, to your church, Lord, that we would shine bright, that this is the very hour and the moment we were made for, to shine, Lord. We were not made to collect a check, to buy a house, to raise a family, God. We were created to release your glory on the earth. So I thank you, Father, that whatever may come, whatever crushing and squeezing may come to your church that we would shine bright, God. That the world would want what we have in the midst of the chaos that we would bring peace, God. In the midst of, of destruction, God, we would, we, would, um, we would oppose it, Lord. That we would lead those that are searching for answers to the, the ultimate truth and reality, God. So I thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you, even in the midst of chaos, Lord, that we would shine bright. I thank you that you would give us words to speak, Lord. Jesus, that we would be peace bearers, God. That we would declare life and not death, God. That we would bless and not curse, God. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, would you would you bring sobriety to your church, God? Would you would you bring sobriety to your church, God, that she would know the very hour that she is in, God? Jesus, that we would not waste one more season, God. There'd be no more delay that you would bring her into fruition and maturity. Jesus, we thank you, Father. Jesus, we thank you. For every trial and every tribulation that might come, Jesus, that we would manifest your glory. Yes. Jesus, would you shine through us, God? Jesus, we bless you, Lord. Just one verse to confirm the shine, brother, during worship the Lord gave me. Song of Solomon 6.10 about us. This is the bridegroom king speaking to his bride. Look at you now, arising as the dayspring of the dawn, fair as the shining moon, bright and brilliant as the sun in all its strength, astonishing to behold as a majestic army waving banners of victory. changes the reality. It takes what the enemy had, the plans and the assignments that the enemy has, and it turns the table on the enemy. And I, I'm taken to Colossians uh, 2. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities Hallelujah. of darkness, yes, stripping darkness. away from them every weapon yes, and all their spiritual yes. power and power. 
to accuse us and by the power of the cross by the power of the cross Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph he was not their prisoner they were his and I just feel like October 8th the tables are going to be turned on the enemy every assignment for abortion and murder every assignment of transgender and homosexual lifestyles the enemy is going to wake up to a new reality that power is under the blood the blood and the cross of jesus have destroyed the power of the enemy and we walk in that we rise up and we shine we preach jesus we preach the love of god we preach the mercy of god we preach there's a future a plan and a hope for you and we preach life and life more Lift up the shepherds in the body of Christ. Those that have been under attack, some are discouraged, some are struggling, but Lord, right now we speak just the power of your spirit to come upon them, even on this Wednesday night. Lord, we pray that you will let let them rise up and let them know who you are. Jesus, you have said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and everyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Lord, we thank you for the many in the body of Christ who know you, Jesus, because you've revealed yourself to them. We thank you for the shepherds and the leaders. Lord, we pray for courage. Lord, if they don't speak out, who will speak out? And so we ask you, Lord, right now to come and to really speak through the leaders in the body of Christ, not just the pastors, but all the leaders in the body of Christ, men, women, children, all facets, Lord. We pray that you will cause them to rise up in this time because you said as it gets darker, the light will shine brighter. Lord, let their light not be hidden under a bushel basket, but let all their lights shine so brightly that people will come streaming to you, Jesus, in a time of difficulty and discouragement. You are the one who shines bright in the darkness. So Jesus, show yourself strong. We give you the glory now in the name above every name. Now, Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we give you the glory, Lord. Amen. Father God, we come to you now. We honor you. We worship you. We lift your name high in this place. We pray, Lord, that you would give us the desires of our heart. That you want us to have. Not desires that we have for things we want to happen. 
what are, what are your desires? Give us your desires from your heart right now in this town, in this county, in this state. May your desires become our desires. We know reading your word, many of your desires, but tonight, right now, give us your desires. And they will be so strong in our heart, they will become our desires. And then we can pray into those that they will be done. Your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. And we will be very careful to give you all the glory and all the power and all the honor when these desires are fulfilled in our sight for your glory. Thank you, God. Um, just thank you, Lord. Just like uh, Jr. was praying, God, I just lift up the shepherds across Colorado, Lord. Um, and we just uh, just thank you that legislation is in session tonight as we gathered as the ecclesia. And we just uh, we just thank you, Lord. We just uh, just silence the spirit of accusation against your shepherds, God, right now. Um, just uh, we just bind you in Jesus' name. And we just declare you null and void in Jesus' name. You have no power to operate in Jesus' mighty name. There's voices of failure from the past several years, wishing they would have responded differently. Um, discovering things that weren't um, you, God. We just bind those voices in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for just putting the gates in place that you want for this revival, God, for this great communion revival in every church, Lord, that the, the senior pastors, Lord, and the, uh, the staff, every church, God, we just pray for this alignment of the heart um, to be fully open to just everything that you want to do, God, that there would be just a yieldedness by your spirit, God, just miraculous. We just decree it. We just speak it forth. We just speak the blessing of Jesus over every church, God, um, and churches. We just say grace, grace to the mountains, Jesus' name. We just, um, we just say just everything that's been prayed so but the valleys would be lifted up in Jesus' name, that the mountains would be brought low. We just speak it forth in the hearts of men in leadership and churches across Colorado, God, that they would be postured um, for just the outflow of everything that you want to do, just the fullness. We just declare the fullness of your destiny for every, every pastor in Colorado um, to partner with revival.
to a season right now of just being the lighthouse. Lord, it's your light shining forth out of all of us. As Mike said, because we've been created in your image, God, according to your likeness. So I just thank you that we are image bearers, Lord, according to your word. I thank you for the authority that you've bestowed upon each one of us, God. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would just continue to teach us concerning all things, Holy Spirit. Teach us about the power of our words, Lord. The power of our decrees, Lord, as we speak, Lord, we can speak life, we can speak the lesson, Father. I just ask that you continue to enlighten and awaken your church to this truth, to their true authority and identity in you, Christ Jesus. Lord, we just uh, we ask, Lord, for just a great awakening of our identity in you, Christ. God, I just want to contend right now for family units all across Colorado, all across this nation. I just heard the Spirit of the Lord say that he's restoring the family unit, restoring it to the original design and purpose that God has intended for it. So I just thank you, God, for a wave of restoration to families. I thank you, Lord, for unity in marriages. I decree a word right now of unity into marriages across Colorado, across the nation right now. I thank you, God, that you're just raising up parents with hearts, Lord, to just be shepherded by you. With hearts to just train up their children in the way that they should go, and those children will not depart from it. I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're just coming in as the spirit of adoption to family right now, that you're just calling forth and bringing prodigals home. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I just decree that any lost shall become receptive to the Lord and shall be saved in Jesus' name. We just call those prodigals home. Any family members that don't know the Lord, we just speak to them now. We speak to their hearts and say, awaken in Jesus' name. Father, would you enlighten the eyes of their hearts, even tonight, Lord, just speaking to them in dreams and visions, God. For dreams and visions for any family members tonight, God, that don't know you, that haven't tasted and seen your goodness, Jesus. We just petition right now, we ask for dreams and visions on their behalf. Or so they may encounter your love. So they may come to know you, Jesus, to glorify you in this earth, Jesus. We thank you, God, for what you're doing.
Jesus, so we just enter in right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just enter in to the holiest of all right now. We just enter in right now that we are people who carry your glory everywhere we go. And every person that's been blinded by darkness, that your glory would shine upon us. All darkness will be removed. Lord, we would enter in that we may know you. And to make you known, Lord, I know your deepest desire in all of earth is for, for humanity, is for you to be known. So we just thank you that we just get to know you. We thank you for the grace to know you. That we just, we just go everywhere and release your glory upon people who don't know you. So Jesus, we thank you for mighty grace upon everybody. We break off darkness over everyone's eyes right now. That they may see and perceive your goodness and know who you are. Jesus, we worship you. And as we worship you, you just, you just, you just reveal who you are to us more and more. Because you are eternal. There is no end to getting to know you. So we just open up our hearts. And just receive who you are. In Jesus' name. She said like this, I, uh, I was feeling the song in my spirit as we were praying. Come and behold him, isn't he fascinating? And it's, it's interesting that in Matthew 11, Jesus is praying to his father and he's saying, I thank you, Father. And it's a vertical conversation. And then with no break, he goes, Come, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And it's almost as if Jesus is in that place of meditation and thanksgiving and then he I don't think he's I mean I think he's saying in the spirit come all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest it's a it's a prophetic declaration rather than a conversation to a group of people in front of him and so I feel like we just want to we're just going to posture ourselves and we're going to say as a prophetic declaration come and behold him isn't he fascinating come and behold him Get lost in his majesty. Come and be with me. Isn't he captivating? And we'll keep on singing for all of eternity. So we'll just end with that. Yeah. And we'll be done. Yeah. Let's stand up and do that. Yeah, let's just go. So we're we're singing this over Communion Colorado. Like, come and be old. And we're singing this. The lost come and be old. And we're singing this. And taking the authority of God is us. So we declare, come to Jesus. All who are weary and heavy laden, come to Jesus, and He will give you rest. Come and yoke yourself to Him. Come and join yourself to Him. Come and be one with Him. Come and dine with Him, and Him with you. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. So we declare, come. All your prodigals. Come into the family. Come experience mercy. Come experience grace. Come experience love and joy. In Jesus' name.